this is it. We're doing it. This is my set. The first episode will be in black and white just because I, I enjoy the noir. I enjoy the shadow behind me. My name is Josh Shakespeare. That is my real last name. Uh, I'm not going to introduce myself that way every single time, but just it's better when you hear it over HD microphone, over a shore. I am just obsessed with the sound of my own voice. Uh, I I enjoy the noir aesthetic. I enjoy that it looks black and white. It um, It's reminiscent of the opening to Casino Royale uh, when he became a double O when, he, when Dryden sat down he was like your, your file shows no kills but then it's just me in the position your file shows no kills it takes two fight back nigga fight back nigga fight back fight back Anyway, um, so for 10 minutes, I'm just going to talk about what's been going on in my life lately. I have been, well, just for starters, I, every Monday would be therapy day for me, but uh, my therapist moved to a private practice and it's going to be 175 per session as opposed to the copay, which is 15 because of my mother's insurance. So... I tell people that I'm actually fully healed and I don't need therapy anymore, but in actuality, it's just, you know, <laughs> not being toxic costs money. I've been absolutely furious at the littlest things for the past couple of days. The littlest thing just sets me off for some reason, and I, I, I absolutely, I have no idea why. I've been trying to figure this out. I've been doing the journaling and the meditation and the the going to the gym like hitting a punching bag yesterday i went to the beach at night it was disgusting i went to santa monica beach and it, it was um well i mean it was santa monica beach i walked you know i went i did the uh venice gold's gym because that's the only one in california that is open until 11 p.m. on the weekends. Uh, and then by myself, which I enjoy doing, uh, touched the sand with my feet, walked straight into the ocean. Um, all the lifeguards were off duty. Um, like, I, I'm not sure what the regulation is. Like, if somebody gets into the ocean and they drown, they're like, because there were like no signs that said, please don't get into the water right now. We are off duty. Um, I just, it just read off duty. It'd be great if underneath that they were like, just figure it out. If something happens, do, do something. So that's just where I'm at right now is, uh, I, I genuinely don't feel as though right now, like I have any friends. That's another thing too. That's another reason why I'm here and I'm talking to you guys. I don't think I have any friends right now. I mean, I do have friends as far as like, you know, comedy is concerned and in the entertainment industry, and like, oh, we're content creators, and we're all figuring it out, and oh my god, it's like 16, that show on Cartoon Network, but it'd be nice to have friends that aren't sociopaths, uh, it'd be nice to just have just friends outside of the entertainment industry, but I mean, we'll see, just, uh, this is a part of the growing process, because I turned 24 in February, and the more I go on 
the like less people I'm com- I'm coming in contact with. One friend in particular that I haven't, I I we used to be like really close, and then now he won't pick up my phone calls. So, and hilariously, I know it's not anything that I did. It could be, but I know it's not anything that I did. Um, and uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that, you know? Because on one hand, you want it to be like, oh, it's the universe telling you that you no longer have these types of deep connections with certain people. As you grow, as you actively attract one thing, you actively repel the other thing. So I just don't like the fact that I'm repelling a lot of these friendships that I thought were going to last for a very, very long time. And I suppose three years is a long time, but you know, when you're just sort of floating on an island by yourself, the island just slowly keeps breaking off piece by piece by piece. Um, yeah, that's just that's just where I'm at right now. This is sort of going to be, I mean, well, the first segment of this is going to be a therapy session, sort of, and then the second segment will be political, and the third segment will be uh, topical. It'll just be what's going on uh, in the world as we speak, but... I really wanted to get into this. I really wanted to express this to somebody or at least into a microphone. Uh, After a comedy show I was doing, it wasn't really a show, but like I had a spot. Um, I had a spot on a show and uh, after I got off stage, um, an associate, a comedian colleague of mine told me uh, that while I was on stage, he whispered to another friend of mine um, quote, he needs to get laid so badly because everything he's saying on stage right now ensures that he never will. Now, just saying it right now, like I feel like a sense of disgust. At the mo- I've healed from it, I'd say. I'd say I have. At the moment, at that time, it felt like being punched in the stomach. Now, the only reason why it particularly didn't it didn't necessarily offend me but it did strike an uncertain nerve because at the time I wasn't necessarily sure if he was right or not because you know how they say well you can only be offended by something and you can only be you can only be offended by something and you can only be like hurt or shamed by something unless you genuinely feel shame unless you genuinely believe that what they're saying about you is true and prior to that I just sort of got out of a I got out of a relationship, not, not like one of those relationships where, not like a, well, it was romantic. Like at the beginning of the year, you know, I met a woman and, you know, we, we hit it off. We didn't have sex yet. Um, but, uh, I thought that the relationship is going to be the, I thought it was going to be the end of it. Like I, I'm so eager to just like find a woman and just kind of like stop dating just overall, just in general, because I've just had enough of everything. But that was, um, a poor choice. I'm so eager to just kind of just be done with it. The second I find a girl that I get along with and that she likes me back, I'm like, all right, that's it. We're done. No more dating. No more talking. To, I, I just, I've had enough. And then since then I've been, I've taken a break, but I haven't uh, fully addressed. I'm understanding now entirely how that situation with the woman, which we will discuss further in later episodes, how that made me feel. And, and I understood that I haven't fully healed from it. Um, and there was a piece of me that in, in a lot of ways, what he said was absolutely horrendous and just, you know, very uncalled for and very nasty. And, and, you know, you can't make the argument that that wasn't 
it had nothing to do with me. Him saying that had nothing to do with me. It could have been just like a very evil thing that came from, you know, whatever situation he's going through in his life to where he felt like he needed to take it out on. Because like he is another comedian and, I, and I'm, I, I get, I'm assuming that that was a joke. But I, I didn't laugh or anything like that because I specifically came up to him afterwards to get feedback on my set. So, uh, I didn't re. I realized that I didn't fully like myself at the time. I didn't know. I didn't know that I hadn't considered that it may that that this was that was it that I was never going to find another girl again etc I had no idea that I hadn't answered that question or hadn't addressed that feeling until I had that conversation with him so if I leave you with anything today it's just that despite the disgusting evil and horrendous and uncalled for and and piece of shit things that people may say to you you may need to hear it because it'll help you there's, I'm trying my best to take credit for what he said, but, but yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't necessarily really spoken to anyone about that except for my mother. So yeah, that is actually, I'm not sure how I feel about it now, now that I'm actually getting this out there, but that's just sort of, that's how, that, that's where I'm coming at this from when, when someone said that to me. So I mean, yeah, that was just very uncalled for, though. Like, who the fuck are you? But, but again, 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 he's right. He, he's, he's not right. He's, I'm just, I felt it was uncalled for. But, but yeah, this is gonna be the new, this is gonna be the new show. So welcome. We're gonna be doing a lot of these. This is gonna be a. This is not for you. This is not for anybody else but me. A lot of time and energy went into this set, and uh, I hope I can make the most of it while I'm here. So, I mean, thank you guys for listening right now. Um, we'll be right back after this uh, short break. Okay, we're back. So we're going to play this video um, that I thought was really interesting. Uh, I... I check my phone every morning, and uh, it's a habit I'm going to get out of. Um, I'm reading Atomic Habits as we speak. Uh, but that, so I just, and this just, it, it was funny to me. I, so let's just get into this video, though. I, I just saw this video from an X account, but let's look at it. That kid's oh, father. Okay, good. I was asking for you. Yeah, I'll take another three minutes. So that's my son. Okay. 11 years old and went to his library and found that by the entry door of our library, this is the smut that he is finding, all right? I don't care whether it's gay, straight, bisexual, whatever the terms are for all this stuff, doesn't need to be at our school, doesn't need to be at my 11-year-old's library. And then as far as genderqueer, I've got a son in the high school as well, and this is bullshit. We know it, all right? We do not need to be having literature that's showing boys how to suck dick, all right? This is, I'm very, very frustrated about it, okay? And you may think that schools know the best for our children. You know who know the best for our children? The parents. 
Right. So, yeah, and that's the end of it. So we're going to cut it right there. So um, this is becoming every single board meeting. This is becoming every single school board meeting is parents just being like, before this, back in the day, like school board meetings, it always used to be very campy and wholesome where they were like, yeah, so I understand that you guys are going to be adding breadsticks to the school lunch. And I, my son has a few dietary restrictions and I just wanted to know where you guys are at as far as alternative uh, lunch and breakfast options. We went from that to now, hey, so just, just real quick. So why did you think it was necessary to show my son your asshole in the middle of class? That's the new, that's what's happening now is that every, we, <laughs> we are so done as a country Every single time I go on the internet, I, I see yet another parent that's just like, so so are all of you going to be wearing Daisy Dukes um, while you teach a class? Or is, is it just going to be that, that, that 35-year-old man over there? Is it going to be all of you? Okay, well, maybe, maybe let's not, maybe let's focus a little bit more on the curriculum as opposed to the, 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 the expression you know, and I love how like every parent has to do this now. They have to put like qualifiers on everything they say before they criticize the the curriculum. They go, like, "Listen, hey, listen, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do on your own time." Everyone does that, by the way, whenever they like, because that's how you know they've been like further. What was that Jordan Peterson thing he did on Joe Rogan, where he was like, "I'm encroaching on you step by step by step," and you're gonna reach a point where you wondered how you got this far, and it's because you just kept taking that one step back in the first place. So they, I just love how like you know they don't actually think that. They actually, if you got them behind closed doors, it'd be like, yeah, I don't, they, I think they're all fucking mentally ill, but I have to put the qualifier on it before I say what I actually have to say. But every parent is just like, yeah, you know, do, do whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, you want to have sex with animals, that's totally fine, but maybe let's like not do it, you know, during school hours. You know what I mean? Like maybe let's not do that, you know? There's no room for guns in schools, but there's room for like 50,000 pride flags. I mean, it's just become a point now where like every single day, and that's another thing too, I'm actually, I've reached a point now where I'm starting to think that like uh, uh, Earth is being punked. (laughs) Like, I think Earth is being punked actually. Every headline you see is just the weirdest, it's a headline that you would think that would be, it's every headline you see now would have been in the background of a really, really funny comedy in the 80s, Right? Every every headline now is like is like Toys R Us apologizes for having dildo in the little girl section. Like every single every single headline is one of those. I've I've just had enough. This this guy was in Maine, and yeah, and these parents uh, are removing degenerate porn published by groomers, quote unquote, teaching uh, young boys how to suck dick. Now why? Why is this in the why is this a part of the curriculum? When did this need to be a part of the I just like the idea that there's going to be a kid in class that's like looking at the book on how to suck dick and he's just like, "Uh yeah, hi miss. So like why do we why do we need this later on in the you know how that we we would ask that same questions in math? Like when am I ever going to use this? Like when am I going to you know like I don't know, you thinking about becoming an actor anytime soon? You thinking about you thinking about maybe like right being starring in a movie? I I just can't. 
there's like there's like hundreds and hundreds of videos about this, about parents at school board meetings just doing this. And, and that is the one interesting thing though is that like nobody in the LGBTQ or no one who no one who's like far left progressive, no one who's far um far liberal, they they have all the arguments to cover this, but they never have like a response or a rebuttal for this. It's like, there's no argument. There's like, yeah. So what are you, the homophobia? Yes, that exists. And there are people who are very, very mean and very, very um, hateful towards gay, anyone in the LGBTQ um, at, at times where it's very, 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 very unnecessary. Um, and I don't know, as I just said that, you can be like, well, when is it necessary? That's not what I meant. I meant like, as far as just like very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unwarranted and uh, very mm, red hot hate. There are a lot of that. Yes, let's acknowledge that. Absolutely. However, can we can we also acknowledge that there are people who, there are grown, there are adults teaching two-year-olds other things they can do with that pacifier. Can we acknowledge that? Can we acknowledge that? Every conversation I have with, with the people like this, where I'm like, no, 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 you're right, you're right. Absolutely, homophobia exists. There are, there are people who, who, who mean everyone in the LGBTQ, every minority harm. We can have two conversations at once. Can we talk about that? But then also let's talk about like in the middle of the cafeteria, this is this is a daycare. Why is there a sex swing right here? This is, I mean, when did this become a part of the? I mean, okay. I mean, shit. I mean, hey, listen. If schools started teaching people how to actually make money, I'd be like, all right, then yeah, sure, put in an OnlyFans course because let's be honest. Didn't that, that WNBA player just announce that she's going to be doing OnlyFans? And everybody in the comments was like, well, yeah, how else is she going to make money? <laughs> like, I just don't. That was me who said that. But I, I just, I don't get it. I'm, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to understand why this is, why this is a necessity. Why do you need to go into schools for this? I don't, you know, show them something useful, maybe. Like how to run really, really, really fast, you know? I'd always be nice to the quiet kid in class so he doesn't come back with, I don't know, an M60 or whatever the hell you, whatever gun they want to get rid of now because there's like 50. But yeah, I, I, I just, I can't with this anymore. And, and And you know, every time somebody comes up to me and they go like, no one comes up to me, but you get the idea. Every time they come up to me and they go, oh, hey, listen, you know, maybe if we, stopped with the with the harassment with the you know anti-lgbtq rhetoric we probably wouldn't need to go into schools like that and i'm like i mean like but was it the was it the kids though i mean this is just gonna make them just a little bit more homophobic if we're being really honest i mean if there's any time to homeschool your kids at this point i mean i'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on you if you want to put your kids in school if you want to take your kids to a drag show i mean let's see what happens but I, I just, there's no evidence to support that. I'm sure Jeffrey Dahmer never went to a, to a drag show. But, but even then, it's like, I, I'm sure it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> sure it wouldn't have helped if he went to a drag show. <sighs> I'm 
no but you know i'm sure as we go along you know i'll I'll find more things to talk about i'll find it'll be like more fluent i will keep doing this with the amount of money that went into this but it was only like 45 dollars but yeah you know um there's just other i mean i i I don't know it is very terrifying i I understand wholeheartedly what parents are going through right now just in what just just in what you hear too like trans children children you know but um but yeah i'm I'm sure we'll be uh, hey guys i'm sure we'll be all right so but yeah good luck to parents out there man just don't don't go to the school board meetings anymore They, they know what they're doing I would just I would just homeschool your kids. Now I understand that this is not an option for a lot of you. Every time you bring up homeschooling their kids, it's like, yeah, but you don't get it though. Sometimes I want to go to the club and I'm, you know, I'm the sole owner of a Fortune 500 company and I'm the CEO and it's like, shut up. No, you're not. None of you are doing any of these things. But yeah, I just um wow. Teaching young boys how to um yeah. Yeah. This is uh this is really bad. That's how I know there's actually, there's no real UFOs. I actually, I imagine every time an alien thinks about coming to Earth, he like just kind of turns on the Earth TV and then he sees a video like this and he's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe come back in the next hundred thousand years. We'll see where they're at after this. And they just fucking turn the car around. They go, what are they doing over there? Yeah, nope. All right, let's go, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, but that's just good. Good luck, guys. Good luck, parents. Good luck. This should this should be fun. This is like The Walking Dead, but for for gay people. Did you guys see that video where the um there was like a guy who was like uh he he was, I'm I'm assuming it's a dude in makeup um had like lipstick on. It was like I probably it was like a part of like a vice thing, and he was like he was like, yeah, I just had like four parents pull their kids out of school just for walking into the classroom and looking at me, and he was like, I just don't think that that's I think that's inappropriate. I don't think that parents should do that, and I'm like, well, let's just let's remove you out of the equation. Let's say it's not you. Let's say you walk into class, and for some reason, um, you see Charles Manson there. And he had with the swastika on his forehead. And you know it's Charles Manson. I mean, at the very least, would you not have any questions? Would you not? Where would you go right after that? Because I know it wouldn't be to go back home to your to TV and shit like that for the next eight hours. Where would you go right after that? Would you go to the cops? Would you go to the school board? Would you go to like another teacher and be like, "Hey, did 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 did, did Charles kill somebody?" And then now he's just trying to figure that out. But yeah, all right, we're over the time. Let's go to the next one. All right, we're coming. We'll be right back. Um, I saw Chris Rock's special. Um, I enjoyed it actually. I actually, um, out of all the specials I've seen lately, um including Cheeseburger by uh, Andrew Santino, which was phenomenal, absolutely. Um, I, I think that this is um, a, I'd say it's a Chris Rock classic in that it feels as though when he was doing the show uh, that 
it feels as though when he was doing the show, it's com- it's like a completely different animal than he did in Tambourine because I was never I was never personally a Chris Rock fan. I said this to so many people. Every time people would be like, "Yo, you just left when Chris Rock came to the comedy store," I'd be like, "So, I'm not, I was never really like a Chris Rock fan." Um, I, I've been told, uh, for a couple of years in my life that I looked like that nigga from Everybody Hates Chris. Um, I was never a Chris Rock fan. I was always a fan of Chris Rock's stand-up when he was working things out. If you go, if you get a chance right now, like after you watch this and after you listen to this, go to, um, watch Chris Rock's stand-up at the comic strip. It's the one where he talks about the Boston bombing and he talks about, you know, like, oh, if, if, if somebody, if like somebody hit Lola or if like Lola hit somebody else, like what happened, whatever. But it's really, really good. I, I prefer a more intimate, non, you know, showcased version of Chris Rock. Um, I, I enjoy that much more. Same thing with Louis C.K. I was never a Louis C.K. fan until um, his set got leaked and he talked about like the school shooting and he talked about what happened to him after he came back to stand up. And I, I prefer authenticity. So th- that's just getting that out the way. Um, a couple of things that he talked about that um, I agree with was the selective outrage. That was abs- as far as like, you know, zero out of 10, I give this like a nine. Um, and my opinion is, is very, 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 very important. So I give him a nine out of 10. Uh, a friend of mine actually spoke about this. Um, let me see if I can find it. She talked about how every single time he talked about, uh, women, fuck that. Uh, no, I can't find it. All right. Well, anyway, I don't know. Um, there's not much he said regarding the Chris Rock, excuse me, there's not much he said regarding the slap that, uh, everybody hasn't already said, you know, when he was like, oh, you know, you're just mad. Like this whole thing started because Jada got upset because her husband was nominated for an Oscars, nominated for an Oscar. And as a result, Chris Rock should quit hosting the Oscars and, you know, doing a boycott and shit like that. So and everybody, there, there wasn't much he said in that special that, that didn't echo what everyone had already been saying, which is that that slap didn't really have much to do with Chris Rock. It had to do with everybody else. He wasn't really slapping Chris. He was, he was slapping everyone that he couldn't slap. And now arguments like that are funny to me because, I mean, I can get shot tomorrow and then you could say the same thing. You'd be like, well, that, that, that guy wasn't shooting you he was really shooting his father who was never there for him as a child you know he was shooting that girl that wouldn't text him back i'm like oh okay that's right i feel better now that gun wound just that that gun wound now feels like a skin knee thank you so much i appreciate that still got slapped on live television doesn't really do much Yeah, um, it seems as if though, like uh, with these specials coming out now, like that that this era is now wrapping up of this sort of like rap battle. You're dumb, and I'm smart. There does seem to be a shift now. Um, I could be wrong, but you know, if anything, it's just going to force me to be funnier. But there does seem to be a shift in 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 what comedians are talking about and what's acceptable because 
I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems as though like the offensive material only works in offensive rooms and et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're done here. All right. Goodbye. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this a lot more consistently, a lot more often, and we'll see how we're going to try to make jokes. You know, we're going to write more jokes. We're going to be funnier. We're going to be doing this a lot more often. So thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, send me more videos. I will react to them. I will chop it up and I will put it on Instagram for you. So yeah, let's get it done.